chat. Should we? I think so. I'm ready. We're live. Welcome to Out the Game. We're rolling. Welcome to the show. What's up? The podcast that is food for your soul. Food for your soul. <laughs> nourishment for your mind. Right. And <clears throat> peace to your... I don't know. Yeah, I we need were, a commercial. I thought you were going somewhere I was. I was about to def jam it, <laughs> but then I got self-conscious. <laughs> what is love? <laughs> love Have you is ever been? love. <laughs> Have you ever been to a like an intense... like? Deaf poetry slam. Do they call them slams? Yeah, I've been to a couple, um, and maybe we'll have an episode on this. But at UCLA, we had Word Up Wednesdays. Uh, oh I my was god! The name. It was called Word Up Wednesdays, and we I had some. All over we there. had some pretty dope like slam poetry performers come. Um, <clears throat> there's this one that I think we'll maybe play out another episode, but it's one of my favorite poems, and I haven't listened to it in a long time. I think his name is like Shihan. Okay. Um, and he talks about like falling in love and, you know, like wanting to, you know, get hit by a car wow. out on the street, wake up in a different country, run into her and find a, fall in love in a different language and see if it still feels the same. And oh my. it's just like some really good, uh, really good stuff. Man, now you got me. You just took me on a journey. Oh, it's called, yeah, yeah, I found it. Maybe that's Shihan, this type of love. It's good. So you encountered this, this for the first time at UCLA? No, I knew about him before. And then he came to UCLA to perform, and oh, it was it was remarkable. So you went to his show? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was remarkable. Um, it was great. So to your point, yeah, and I, I would have a poetry unit for my students, and we would always have a poem of the day, and they were all pretty much different Def Jam poets. poets and um, it was good stuff. I, I, think if, I think if I'd have got exposed to poetry right at the right time then i'd be into it but i i want to know more about poetry yeah yeah well i recommend this guy it's, it's good stuff i might go down sheehan rabbit hole <laughs> you should. the whole rest of the whole rest of the weekend it's good man yeah i forgot about that that's a good poem i, th- I think you just put me on that's gonna change my life probably yeah we should watch it together after this we should we might as well do we might we might as well move in together you know we're in a studio right now, sitting on this very nice, comfortable, comfortable-ish couch. Can you all tell? And it's it's feeling really nice right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Feel real comfortable. My arm is like all extended on the back of yeah. the couch. Yeah, it is. It is. It is extra comfortable. And I think that you know, you, if if you feel more comfortable, you probably act more comfortable. I think so. See, that's what I wanted to bring up and tell you about the show you sent. So, for our listeners, um, Jeannie and I text each other throughout the week about random things <laughs> that come to mind. So, one of Emily's best friends named Chelsea, shout out to Chelsea Weininger. And, uh, hey, I don't Chelsea. know if I should be dropping last name. Oh, it's her. She's great. Sorry, her social um, is. Chelsea in Sac- Sacramento. And she's like my, my TV twin. We, I, I'm a big rom-com type of person, so we talk uh-huh. a lot about different Netflix shows and uh-huh. rom-coms and to the boys to all the boys i've ever loved part one and two <laughs> things like that um and, <laughs> and emily had like a little facetime session or a zoom session with some of her friends and chelsea was like tell tim to watch this show called dating around he's going to love it um and if she gives me recommendations i listen you, um, she, okay she, she just knows me so i watched an episode and immediately after the first episode <laughs> 
I text Gene, I'm like, you need to watch this show. And we I need d- to talk about this. And I did. <laughs> <laughs> and I did watch it. Yeah, I don't know if we've watched I don't know if we watched the same episodes. I accidentally started on season two for some oh, reason. Oh, you didn't even so okay. I don't know which season I started, but I can tell you who I watched and if it's the same people. Yeah. It was I think his name was Jerry. He's a Filipino man. Yes. That's the one I watched. Oh, and then the next one was this white man. The professor? Yes, the video game professor. Yes, yes, most quirky. Okay, yes, let's let's all right, so talk we watched about the this. same thing, man. <clears throat> so if you all want to watch it, I highly recommend you should. So first of all, the premise of the show. Oh please, yeah, explain. Yeah, um, and add it anything if I'm missing okay. anything. Is basically there's a main character. Um, this is like all live though and not scripted and so on and so forth. But there's a main person, um, and they go on a date with about. Like five to six people, about yeah, five different quite people. A bit, yeah. Um, and the show edits in and out of the different dates, um, all at the same restaurant and everything like that. And you see this one main person interact with like five or six different people on dates. Yeah, and there's different rounds. There's like, there's like dinner, and then there you see this dinner round. It's Drinks and before, yeah. Yeah. And it's almost like a it's almost like a Martin Scorsese camera's always rotating. It's mm-hmm. just capturing the conversation, but they cut between the the dates. Yeah. So you're cutting between these conversations. So it's cinematic as shit. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I'm having drinks with this one woman, and then I ask her a question, and then the answer comes from another person. Yes. And it's it's very well edited. I yeah. think. Um, yeah. I agree but, with that. But yeah, so it's wild. So the first guy was a Filipino guy, actually. I told Emily, I was like, I'd go on a date with him. He was great. Yeah. He, he seemed did. like a fun person to hang out with. Yeah. He he was very charming. And very he, charming. He, uh, you know, some people, hmm. <laughs> Here we go. You, do you know anyone who's just rubbed you the wrong <coughs> way because they're too on? They're oh, yeah. too, not sticky, but they, 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 they mm. <laughs> they're too marketing, you know? No, I know what you mean. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. He, I thought he was gonna be like that, and then he wasn't. He wasn't, and I just hung out with him. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, he was full of joy. Yeah, it was great. There were there were a couple cringy moments in that one. Oh, so not as much as the second episode. Not as much. The whole which, second oh episode. <laughs> 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 I was cringing the entire time. It was wild. Uh, I wish I can like paint this picture for our, our listeners, but we'll, we'll get to the second guy because that's a whole another topic. Yeah. But. <laughs> With the with the Filipino guy, like he went in for a kiss of one of the girls, and it felt like a little forced. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. On like the deck, and he was, was like, "Oh, okay. he just kind of grabbed her by the neck." Well, okay, here's what happened. Here's what happened. They went on a. They was all out in New Orleans. This five way double blind date was in New Orleans, so the first station was, you know, just outside the restaurant. The the second segment of the show, they went for they had dinner. And then for this third segment, they had, like, drinks after or something. And they were on this balcony on the French Quarter in New Orleans or something. Yeah. So they start talking about Mardi Gras. And th- this was, I will say, this was the girl I think he had one of the better conversations I agree. With. I agree. But they're on the balcony, and then they, they Mardi Gras comes up. And then he says, this is what we're going to do or something. And he starts to grab 
necklaces, those beads that you throw down, I guess, after, you, mm-hmm. which I've never seen. I've never been to. No. Okay. I mean, I've seen videos, but I've never, I've never seen that in person. I've never like, thrown does a does bead. that still happen? Uh, not now, but not, not <laughs> I was like, COVID. I don't think you just go and throw a bead at somebody right now and you'll get flash <laughs> or something. I don't think that's how it works. It's not how New Orleans works. No. They're standing on the balcony and he just goes to put these beads over her neck, mm-hmm. which makes him, you know, kind of lean in towards her. And it, I agree. Yeah. It felt a little bit. And then as he's putting these beads on her neck, he comes down, he's like, yeah, because he's he's a little shorter than her. He's roped her in, yeah, he, and he's like literally roped her <laughs> in, and then brings her in and kisses her, and they they go hardcore for a yeah, few seconds, yeah. Um, but <clears throat> it no, was I awkward. I definitely agree that it was like that was an attempt, like that. That was yeah. a clear. It I, it could have been more organganic, but yep. then again, am I misremembering my experiences? Like, yeah. How do like, you go? Do we for think we're smooth like that? You know, it's like awkward. Like, and just to briefly jump to the second guy, he's very like he's a professor, <laughs> oh my God, older bro. white guy, pretty quirky, um, but very very like a genuinely nice guy. But, yeah, I I was uh I was endeared <clears throat> to him, and he wanted to kiss somebody, and he was like, I would very much. <laughs> like to kiss you right now is that okay and the woman's like on the cheek let's go on the cheek and i was like oh no oh no ah but i get it take Um, yourself out man but uh take yourself out the game man (laughs) it's over man you're not gonna Uh, have a good conversation after that but no so it's interesting when you're dating there are a bunch of different people are just different so with the filipino guy he one of his dates was with this other Asian woman who was mm-hmm. like all about you trying to take shots. Let's get some drinks. You trying to <laughs> take some shots? I think throughout the course of the date they took like maybe six shots or something. Mm-hmm. And then you have who I thought was the best person was this beautiful black woman on there. She had braces. And he like really liked her. her natural curly hair, and he, I thought you he, know he liked her the best. He was trying I to hold her so. hand. Yeah, he was trying to hold her hand. That was a little awkward when he yeah when he tried to do it. See, that's what I meant when there was a, it was a couple cringe yeah, moments. Yeah, that was one. Um, and then it was it was it was cool to see, like as they got to the dinner party. You know, and this is when you're learning about people and True. their differences. True. He's about to start eating, and she like bows her head and says, "Grace." <laughs> He's like, oh, yep, yep, we could do that. I, I respect that. I love that. Hey, bro. <laughs> hey, bro. Hey, bro. She was such a Christian. Hey, she was. As I soon almost, as she walked I through was. the door, I know what you're going to say. As soon as she met him at the restaurant, he was like, hey, how you doing? I'm so-and-so. You know, he trying to be cool and suave. He's like, hey, girl, how you doing? I'm so-and-so. Because these are all blind dates, so they don't know each other. Thank you. And he's like, hey, girl, you know, how are you? And she's like, oh, I'm blessed and highly favored. <laughs> when you hear somebody say blessed and highly favored, you know they grew up in the most <laughs> Pentecostal <laughs> Baptist church. Oh. Every person Man. who goes to a black church know that's blessed and highly favored. That's, yeah, that starts every sentence <laughs> as a church. You could be given that and giving honor to God. Right. Blessed and highly. It's all part of how you introduce yourself. That was funny, bro. Yeah. People are like, won't he do it? Yes, he will. <laughs> it's just like these these things that we just know. And that hit him out, out of nowhere. We just know who he is. <laughs> won't he do it? Yes, he will. Capital Some other people H. are like, who is he? Come on now. <laughs> um, What's he going to do? Who is it? What's, what we, who is it? But it was just interesting. Yeah. I, like you said, I haven't been on a first date. In a long time. Yeah, yeah. And this show is literally just watching a bunch of people go on first dates. Now, you know what? The way you phrase it that way, then 
it's really good. If that's as bad as a first date meeting someone goes with cameras rolling and pressure, right? Then that's pretty good. You can only go up from there. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I because I didn't think the 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 second guy, the professor, he was very nerdy, but um, very nerdy. But he was genuine though. He was very genuine. He was. He he he. Um, how do I describe it? He's like very. Kirky, quirky. Yeah, I, I um, guess. So. And like, kind of, what, 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 you like, kind of stutters and. Yeah, there is. Yep. You're um, right, there's some stutter. Just a, not your typical like kind of cool guy. Um, and he's a professor of video games in New Orleans, and. and I think he was with somebody for like. Ooh, was it eight years or it was ten long years? Long time, man. It was a long time he was with somebody. Yeah. Um, and then he said, and then one of the person, one of the ladies he was on a date with said. Well, why did you and that person break up long term, if you don't mind? And then he was like, oh, my whoever the woman was that he was dating for eight or ten years said um, she wanted to be in an open relationship and immediately. And then he agreed because he loved her. You know, he said he loved her. Oh, my God. He agreed. And she immediately was already dating some other guy. So I feel like if someone says, hey, you want to be in an open relationship and they are with someone the next day, they was already with that person. That's what I think. Oh. That's what I think. And then, but he, he says, like, this is the moment I realized I didn't love her is because once she started dating this other guy in this open relationship, I wasn't mad at all. I was kind of like, I'm good with this. I'm done. Like, I don't need to be in this relationship anymore. Oh, wow. He wasn't angered by it. And I think maybe that's, that was his sign to get out of the relationship. Well, good for him. Because he him. did seem like a just well, is that well-tempered? Like, he would, like he was, he didn't seem to get too upset it doesn't seem like he's a person who gets real upset at stuff. No, no, not at all. Um, but <laughs> so there's a couple highlights of this episode. Oh man, it was it was rough, bro. So one, was, one of the girls he was dating, or went on a date with his first date, was also a student at the university <laughs> um, that he would professor at, and it was just awkward from then on. He was like. Uh, I can't remember which one was this. It was like a Latina woman. She actually looked real good. I was like, she, oh, I thought yes. she was one of the better looking ones. Yes. And um, <laughs> she had the darker hair. Yeah. Darker yeah, with hair. With the eyeliner. She yeah. also did like the, you know, Catholic grace as yes. well. And um, and <laughs> he was like, you know, I think before we, he ended that day early. He's like, before we go too far and nothing had happened. I don't know what he meant by go too far. He's like, Wait, he, I'm going to call you a lift because I just think we need to talk to HR first. We need to make sure that this is nothing wrong. And I she, know I've never been your professor and you've never been in my class, but and she was like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> bro. I know it, in that shot, they stayed on her a little bit longer. Like whoever edited chose to just linger on her for yeah. that whole time. He's like, I'm going to call you a lift. It was a shot of his phone. Then it cut to her face. And she was just like half smiling. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That one was, um, yeah. Mm. <sighs> But you know he got through. He got through a lot of. He got through it, man. There were some cringe moments. Yeah, some of them were so cringe. I would, me personally, I would just be like, you know what, excuse me, <laughs> and then leave. One was like really sad because so basically at the end of the show, it cuts to them on another day outside waiting or something like that, and they're gonna go on a second date, but you don't know who it is right. until that person shows oh, we up. I forgot to say that. Yeah, and um, in the car as he's dropping off one of the girls, he's like, hey. Before you go, I had a really good time with you. I really, really like you. This was an amazing first date. Uh, can I have your number? Can I see you again? And it was, I think it was a redheaded woman. She was like, "Yes." And she, uh, this woman. See, here's the thing, though. This woman, 
was also into um, like Dragon Ball Z and stuff. I think, <coughs> yep. or, or or they geeked out on Avatar or some nerd stuff. It seemed like it was a great, yeah, a great pair. I think know. that's what was leading him to 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 say take this that leap good. of faith. Yeah, <laughs> he took uh, it. She was like, oh, "I'm so sorry. I see this more as a platonic relationship." She um, literally used the word platonic. Yeah. Um, and then she got out the car, and it cuts to him in the car, and he starts to cry. <laughs> like, legit, like, tears running down. And <laughs> it's so I feel so painful, bad. I feel so man. bad for him. It's so painful. See, maybe something's wrong with me. <laughs> maybe, dude, I think when I got my heart broken in high school, it made me rewire some ways because <laughs> I can only cope with the pain of that moment, watching that moment by laughing. <clears throat> That moment was so cringeworthy. It was so terrible that I started laughing because <laughs> my heart is broken. My heart has broken like that. Do no, you, man, that was rough, dude. Have you ever axed out anyone? And I mean, you're you're a, well, a great physical specimen, but you know, I don't know about but that, how, man. how tall are you? These teeth I have now, I had to grow into these teeth. How tall are you? Six three. <laughs> this guy's six. You're three. six three. No, I'm not. How tall are you? Don't lie. I'm how six tall are one. You? You, I don't six one. I give you. I was gonna say six two. No. I will say six three was. I knew I was six. Back three, when I had I hair before I was bald, I was six two. But then I went bald, so now I'm six one. I had an inch of hair. Really? Yeah. I had How'd you wear it? You just you wore the fro. I had the fro for a little bit. And you know, I wore a fro for a little bit too. What was it about? High school is all about the waves. Yes. Yeah. You had to dip. You had to brush. You had the. You had the do rag. Yep. And then college, it was about, like, you know, starting to go back to how um, it was in the 90s and 80s. And You're right, man. That's when I <clears throat> realized I was balding because I tried to grow out my hair. And the pick wouldn't stay in the front. It would stay everywhere else, but not the front. And I was like, Good. this afro is not going no to work. But, um, but right. have you ever, like, axed out someone and been denied? Probably not. You're great. But here's the thing. I have not asked anyone out. You've never asked anyone out in your life? I'm trying to think. Because it's a huge leap of faith to ask someone out because you don't know what they're going to say. Well, I asked my I asked my wife out. She's but at that time, I didn't know she'd be my wife. So. But I knew. Yeah. So I, 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 I what I'm trying to get at is I think there's some I've always had some indication if I did ask somebody out, I'm sure I had an indication that it'd be a yes or that they were at least mutually into it. Like I don't a think marriage I've proposal. Taken, like you don't. Well, ask like, someone to yeah yeah, yeah you don't right. you don't propose to someone and not know they're going to say no. yeah right so <laughs> I think yeah. but if you don't do <laughs> do is it that some people don't have they don't just don't get that indication for some reason or another they don't perceive it or or was it not given or I mean I think okay I guess we're gonna go there yeah go there bro <clears throat> um in fifth grade. There was a fifth grade, sixth grade, because my elementary school stopped at sixth grade. There was a fifth grade, sixth grade Valentine's Day dance. Um, hmm. And it was not custom. You don't have to ask anyone out. But there was a sixth grader who I had the biggest crush on. Oh, man. That's a rough None time. of our classes together. But huge crush. I think her name was Danielle. I don't really remember. And I was like, me and this girl maybe talked two times. She don't know me. But I'd be remiss 
if I didn't try to shoot my shot. Internal monologue of a fifth grader. <laughs> I was like, I like her. I want to go to this dance with her. I was super nervous. I, ha- I don't know when I was going to catch her alone. So you hear the police in the back when they yeah, come for me. Yeah, this getting hot. They, he's getting too close to the truth. Man. And um, he's like, don't do it. <laughs> don't <laughs> do it. Not on the podcast. I wish the sirens went off that day. Because um, <laughs> we had an adjoining closet between the fifth and sixth grade classroom. So I was like putting my backpack in the closet and she was putting hers in. This is when you had the rolly backpacks because you had a lot of backpacks. It was basically luggages. Um, and I was like, hey, Danielle. The dance is in a few weeks. Do you want to go together? And she was like, oh, no, I'm just going with my homegirls. Sorry. And I was like, oh, it's it's all right. (laughs) And I've never asked out a woman again in my life. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm going to go now. I'm going to go. So, I mean, people ask each other out. They, They, you know, I know, at least in the movies, you see, like, hey, you're one of the most beautiful people I've ever seen. I would love to take you out to dinner. And I can either go one or two ways. Yes or no. Now, now, that takes so much guts to be like, hey, man, to, I'm, so, I'm revealing so much about myself. I've never, like, dated for real. Like, I've never had to. You were never in the game? So I remember Reese. That was the girl who broke your heart in Right. You got a uh, good memory by the way. I was took waiting me a for few that car episodes. to leave. Yeah, yeah. It took me a few episodes, but took you took a few episodes <laughs> to crack. I was like, what's her name? He was like, it's someone with candy. I was like, Hershey's? Snickers? I didn't remember, but <laughs> I remember it was Reese. And she that was the was that the one whose best friend dumped you? Yeah. Like, she don't I didn't even, I you didn't no more? about that. Yeah, I didn't even hear from her. Her friend was like, Yeah, she doesn't wanna That sucks. But I, you know what? Yeah, I guess I meant like as a grown person with a job. You know, like mm. this dude, the first dude, like Actual had a dating. job. He was in he was in finances. Yep. He had a nine to five. He could take, you know, he could. He was an established individual. He can pay for the things he wants. I'm sure he's, you know, he's got his own way of doing stuff. He's a, he's a self sufficient person. Yeah, dating in that world and having to meet someone <clears> else <throat> and go, hey, do you want to get dinner sometime? That's a leap. That's that that takes guts. Yeah, that takes some. I mean, in college, I, th- I think I talked about this on an episode, but, like, I definitely did that, but, like, we didn't have money, so my right. my go-to was frozen yogurt. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I was like, hey, you want to go get some frozen yogurt? Because I can pay for that. I can pay for you and me. And if Loaded on the way up. there, I'm not feeling it, then I, I've, I haven't lost anything. <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, to your point, like, proper, proper dating, I haven't done much of that either. It's just kind of been, like, you know, hanging out with girls and... now. Can I say something that might be too dark? Uh, sure. Th- that seems difficult in L.A., like from my friends, like people who I know who have dated or are trying to date. That is a more difficult experience in L.A. Dating in Los Angeles, I have to imagine, is one of the top three most difficult things in life. I'd rather take the GED. <laughs> in the math portion of it, too. <laughs> the math portion. Yo, that's wild, though, but like. Yeah, I don't know how, I mean, like, I have to imagine that, you know, uh, dating online, all the dating apps has to Oh yeah, I forgot. maybe yeah. make it more accessible and easier, but That's I don't know point. about good old-fashioned, like, you see someone, you court them, <laughs> you ask them to dinner. You vet them. 
you check in with their parents. You, you know, I don't know. But do you remember that episode where we tried the dating apps? I do, and we were never heard from again. Right. They found they found them the next. Um, Cause I did plenty of fish, and there were plenty of fish out there. Now plenty. Okay, so if you had to be one today, like if you had to, I would honestly, I would probably do eHarmony. Cause to me that seems like a uh, a more scientifically sound thing. It just seems like you're more likely to find somebody you're compatible with on something like eHarmony as opposed to you know do we hate the same music yeah they they definitely brag about their success rate um i feel like yeah that's a commitment if you're like really <laughs> yeah, trying to right. find love you're right <laughs> i feel like i'm out there it's i would do them i'll do them free ones <laughs> like you live in california go find them. it's like <laughs> the most cheap version of that that would be my maybe black people meet they'd be putting some real attractive black people on them commercials but I don't know. I don't know if the people on the app are like the people on the commercial. I mean, I, that's for all of them too. Don't they be having, they be having the most attractive people. I'm not saying that there are not attractive people on those dating apps, but they put, they make sure they put their best foot forward. Oh, and, that's um, funny, man. We should have been podcasted from a couch. <laughs> I feel like I've said so much more today than I should have <laughs> ever. Um, I should have been sat down a long time ago. Man, but we, we even skipped our check-in at the beginning of this because we were so hyped up on the show. But how have you been? You're right. You're right. We'll switch our order today. We'll we'll check in for the second half. How have you been, man? How's, how's Amanda? How's life? You know what, man? I will say this. Things are looking up. Okay. It seems like things are opening up. For me personally, it you know, business slowed down over that period nothing was going on right right no production no writing or nothing right but nothing. yeah yeah writing but yeah nothing I mean, being created nothing being paid for right <laughs> nothing being needed to to be produced right um so for a while it was like you know when's stuff gonna when's the industry gonna start what's gonna happen but um last week and the week before that got up a couple phone calls and stuff is starting to open up so shooting some things coming up so that's really exciting okay um I hopped on a Zoom meeting the other day for one of these shoots. Didn't know who was going to be there. Who I just knew it was a shoot. Right. My old executive producer called me. And she called in, so she wasn't on the video camera. So it was me, this person's assistant, and then the person we were shooting for. I didn't know who it was. And then uh, my EP, we couldn't see her face. only saw the phone icon. But anyway, the dude finally shows up. It's Kevin Frazier from E.T. Really? Yeah. And I was like, oh, hey, what, what's up, man? Oh, that's cool. Hey, cool. So, yeah, so anyway, to answer your question, I think stuff is starting to open up again and uh, needs production. And and you know what? You know what I was thinking? There's probably going to need for be a need for the more, the lesser cost productions to need a smaller crew, which is something I perfectly fit into. Like if because of Corona, crews will need to be smaller from here on out. We could see, you know, this might be one of those things that, Corona created a demand for, mm. like as it did with certain restaurants and, and other and other service service providers. Yeah. Whew, sorry, I did all that in one breath. That but was, it, it's things are looking up, and I'm excited. Amanda's good. Like I said, we're working out. Yep. Eating um, healthy. Yeah, man. She really pushes me. I brought you. I brought you burritos again this morning. Yeah, and I'm again incriminated. Here it is. <laughs> Agreeing to it. She's gonna. I'm gonna go home, and she'll be like, "What is this?" And hit play on a tape recorder. <laughs> 
Oh, this man. says you're eating a burrito. But yeah, we're good. We're hanging out. I felt bad last night because I, uh, I suggested we watch a movie, and it was a long movie. It was kind of long, um, but I fell asleep through it because mm. it takes it. You know, we're not into the same thing. Because you don't have energy because you don't eat meat anymore. Is that it? <laughs> you could. Is your brain hungry? <laughs> Are you? Yeah, it could be it. That could be it. But anyway, I suggested we watch Brick, which I think, which is a solid movie. I think it's Ryan Johnson's first like major feature. Okay. He did Knives Out. Yep. Well, Knives Out was great. Uh, so yeah, it's got that vibe, but it's like an earlier film. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I fell asleep through Brick, so it was it was gonna be a cutesy little date night, but I fell asleep and I felt bad. But mm. did she finish the movie? I think she did. Hmm, I think nice. she did. She finished a lot more than I did. But um, yeah, man, we're good. We're chilling, and uh, I I hope things are looking up. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> you know, I had to take a deep breath. <laughs> I was with somebody else recently, and they called uh, their homeboy on speaker and asked him how he's doing, and I'm not lying. He sighed deeper than that before he answered, <laughs> and it, he was not having a good time in life because my, my homie asked, how's, how's the wife? I've said too much. <laughs> well, mine ain't that bad. We're good. You know I'm uh, saying the way you sighed, though, I was like, oh, <laughs> What's going on? Nah, man. Um, we're chilling. You know, just same stuff. Last night we watched a movie too. What'd you watch? Um, we watched The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Dude, I've seen the first twenty minutes of that and never. I bought it. Stylistically, saw- it's beautiful. Like I love the way Got like, it. they film it. Yeah. Um, I love that opening <clears throat> shot of the preacher. That yeah, wide shot. He's standing on that it's on a little crate. crate it's yeah. amazing. Um, it's it's a, it was really good. Um, I think it's also it's a self biographical Got piece it. as well so that's Got really it. cool um and i think the guy who wrote it stars in it so that was cool but um i love that but uh so that was last night um so yesterday we um did like our f- this is like the first time apart from going to family's house and the grocery store um pretty much we went out for the first time made sure we did something that was like completely socially distant right because People out here in the streets is just wilding out. But um Yeah. <coughs> we um went to the Arboreum in oh. Arcadia. Oh yeah. And it's like this huge if you don't know what that is, it's this huge um outdoor kind of like botanical garden. They have peacocks going around. It's beautiful. I shot an event there one time and they yeah. had lit it up for special for this occasion. Yeah. And uh it was at dope. night it's really beautiful. Yeah. So I saw a bunch of trees, a bunch of birds, a bunch of different you know, Australian exhibits with plants. Um, saw ducks in a pond. It was a really cool, dope experience. By the way, um, seeing the ducks in the pond is like the scene out of a rom-com montage. It was. Movie. And we saw like literally the things you see in movies. It was like a mama <laughs> duck with like five little ducks right behind her. It was really cool. Um, so we did that. Got lunch on that side of town because if you know L.A., Torrance is not close to Arcadia or um, it isn't. Pasadena. So we did that, and um, that was a cool day yesterday. Um, so that, that's a really creative date idea. I was thinking, or outside, or in a mask. Yeah, it was cool. I was thinking, I gotta get my wife out, yeah. or I gotta get us both out into the world. We've been dating at home. We haven't been dating outside. <laughs> yeah, that's a good like idea, though. That was a good. Sounds like a good experience. Yeah, I took the day off, so it was cool. You know, just chilling, but nothing much. Everything else is the same. Where. We're watching TV. We're cooking. Made some really, really good bruschetta. It was fire. Okay, I got to brag about See, this. See, I know you married. 
<clears throat> See, I got to brag about this. Um, we had like a little, you know, bruschetta toasted board, one um, toasted bread. One was like tomato. One was um, prosciutto with Ooh. goat cheese Ooh. and peaches. Ooh, and another damn. was pesto and prosciutto. It was it was really good. Hey man, the 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 combination of textures and flavors and something like the prosciutto goat cheese and the and the the bruschetta. Bro, I can show you a picture. Look at that. Oh, Timothy. That's nice, huh? I should post. I'm gonna post that on my Instagram today. It was good. Yeah, that's um. This is some classy stuff right here, man. Yeah. But the one with peaches. Oh, that was the best it, one. You see, that combination of flavors and textures is probably my favorite food yeah in whatever different combination but like specifically the salty chewy prosciutto the sweet pop cold peach the creamy goat cheese oh welcome to out the kitchen right now y'all <laughs> <laughs> chef genie d's in the spot how, how about the kitchen <laughs> we need to have our spinoff podcast yeah but anyway we got, bro, we, that, we got out the crib and we got out the kitchen <laughs> Amen. We ain't starting out the crib yet. (laughs) Oh, thoughts pending. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, we did that episode backwards. (laughs) I I liked it. It was great. You know, it's (laughs) we we we. It's always just organic. Is we don't we don't read anything. No, we don't. (laughs) We don't read from a script. (laughs) It's a problem. We just bring it to you all. We just want to hang out with you, man. This is our life. Amen. My life, my life, my life, my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that prosciutto and peach and cream. Oh, man. It's good stuff, man. Well, thank you for giving me a date idea. There you go. Enjoy. Take a nice stroll in the rose garden. Ooh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Just to see some, you know, fresh of breath air. I mean, fresh of something fresh growing alive yeah. out in the world. They have a fountain in there, like a, like a waterfall mm-hmm. type thing. It's, it's a cool spot. It's you know what I, the thing I was at was only a part of it, so, okay. And I didn't even know there was a fountain. It's huge. I think by the end of it, we had walked like four to five miles or something like that. that you know, that's a lot of that's a lot of miles. My wife said she walked around the Rose Bowl twice yesterday with a work group, group of friends, and uh, she said that was six miles. Wow. So um, if you walked five miles around the Arboretum, then that's got to be, you know. Yeah. That's a day right there. Told you, man. You're running. I'm walking. This is 2020. Calves on point. Exactly. Calf gang. I found a vein in my my calf, and I was like, whoa. Never seen that before. That's impressive. I'm done with you. (laughs) Oh, man. But this has been great. Yeah, it always is. It's always great to catch up. Need it, man. We we got it. You know what? I'm going to just say this for the culture. Go ahead. We, as proud brothers. Mm Mm-hmm need to check in with each other mm-hmm. and i need to do a better job at doing that right so that's what this is you know i like it and for the culture i'm really digging this purple headband you got going on y'all you got a purple bandana y'all on his head and it's tied in the front not in the back either hey man i got my box braids y'all who did those braids because uh my hair, my hair braider, OC. She's out in Altadena. If you all need your hair braided, go visit OC. Um, I think her Instagram is OC underscore braided it. Looks great. Thanks. She is the coldest, bro. I go in there and uh, she's like, "What are we doing?" And I just, um, I just get, I just give her like, 
I was like, you know, I was thinking maybe 10 braids and, and triangles. And, and she'll be like, she'll split it up and divide it. And like some of these are squares and triangles. When I, when I get cornrows, I'm like something that's loud but still reserved and classy. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, see, I want something ignorant and classy at the same time. Mm. She takes that and then does art. So, yeah, if you need your hair braided, go see OC. I'm going to go check her out. Yeah. <laughs> See what, see what you can hey, do. Man, hey man, I, you can grow your beard. You can get that I could. beard braided. You get like a Mac Ten, a little braid. Is it Mac Ten who had the braid? I think it is. Yeah, it's a little braid, one braid down, down in my chin. We'll see. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I, I could see it. That, that's when you pres- that, but you'd have to be pursuing your R and B career. If I show at that up, point. ooh, should we start an R and B duo? Ooh yeah, what could we call it? I don't know. I gotta think about this. Yeah. It's something that captures the essence of that prosciutto goat cheese bread mix. Something that, a word that. Something to do with that texture, that (laughs) sweetness. (laughs) Yeah. The name of the band would have to. Genie and Tim. GT. Good tasting. (laughs) Good good tasting for your soul. (laughs) Goodbye, y'all. I'm out. I will catch y'all later. GT out. I know what I was going to tell you, bro. What's up? So, thank you for pointing out my hair, by the way. I just got it braided and I wore my bandana because to hell with it. We construct cool. Right. So, I'm working on, as you know, because you're one of the producers, I'm working on this video essay for James Brown, The History of Funk and yeah, Civil Rights. It's going to be dope piece, man. Dope piece. And how funk came out of the civil rights movement. If you don't, listen, if you don't understand the social context from which certain music movements were born, then you don't fully understand that music. And I think funk is already groovy, but it's such a deeper experience when you understand the situation it was birthed out of and some of the roots of it, how that goes back even further. So yeah. that's, you know, what inspires me. But I've been doing all this research on James Brown. And, uh, I mean, during James Brown time, like he, like it, it was, he was the coolest thing on the earth. Oh yeah. For I sure. I mean, he, like, I think ultimately that, you know, he was pretty formative and just like black masculinity and sexuality. Like he was one of these, you know, pioneers, one of these people who created the mold for what it was to be a masculine or a sexual black person. Yeah. But he was creating a lot of that shit, man. Like he was just like making up songs. He would literally, they would build this funk song and he'd make up lyrics, just random stuff. The same way Migos makes up these dumb songs. (laughs) Like James Brown, anything he did was the shit back then. Oh yeah. So I put on my bandana. I was like, you know what? If we create cool, then, you know, create cool. So thank you. Hey man. (laughs) I'm wearing glasses right now, <laughs> and I don't even need them. <laughs> like, these lens are purely just for looks. This is cosmetic. It's all cosmetic. <laughs> but why do I do it? Because I feel good. Right. I feel good. I feel good. Oh, man. Our band's I coming know, together. You know I'm what? Just saying. Yeah, we should remix that song. We I feel should. good. And then make it real, uh, slow, slow it down and real sensual. I feel good. Hey, you know what we should do? <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know what we should do? We should put in the outro music to this episode. Okay. And let it fade out. And then a couple seconds later, bring this back in. <laughs> and only the real ones will know. It's like it's the post credit scenes in the Avengers. Everyone yes. knows you don't stand up after the Avengers movie. Yes. See, 
Maybe our podcast should be there. Our podcast. You never know when it ends, really. You stay for the outro, because I love our outro music. I love it. What's a passion? I love it. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah. That outro music, the the track, um, we licensed that from an artist. I, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but it's a great track. You're right. It it also reminds me of the um, Spider-Man soundtrack, but the animated one. Mm, I get that. Didn't that album win? Like, it was nominated. It it won a couple of things. I think one of them was soundtrack or. You talking about the animated into yes, the Spider Verse, right? The good one, yeah. <laughs> the good one with the Black Spider Man. <laughs> yes, the only one. Yeah. Man, that one was so that one good. was really good. I thought it was so good. I've watched. I watched that in theaters like two or three times. I I miss the theater. I miss the theater. <sighs> I'm a big film person, and I miss it a lot. I miss it a lot, but we'll see what happens. We'll see, man. I don't know. I don't. I don't think we will be back. That's all right. I can still stay at home. <laughs> it's easy for me. Yeah, I agree with that. But see, well, even when I went to the movies, it'd be by myself. So <laughs> either way, it was. We gotta on the next time. Well, next episode, we gotta share about our. Oh, we didn't talk our about drive-in that. movie experience. Oh yeah, we'll start the next episode with that. That's a good idea. Sounds good. All, all right, right, brother. Bye again. <laughs>